Did you know that Gary's spirit animal is a small 12-year-old derelict Austrian boy named Julius that loves schnitzel? Welcome to the IGGEDU podcast, where Rob and Gary talk and drink absinthe with your favorite photographers. Season 5 of the RGGEDU podcast is brought to you by Sakonic Light Meters. For decades, Sakonic Light Meters have been an essential tool helping photographers grow from simply taking pictures to creating photographs. Nothing compares to working with a light meter to help you understand and control light. Get serious. Get Sakonic. It's 2.36 in Manhattan. Bella Kotak has just walked in and sat down in our podcast studio. We're halfway through PPE. We're all a little exhausted. Halfway. We're like three quarters of the way. Four Four-fifths of the way. We're almost there. That's why I bring you specificity. I'm better at math. That's why I br- you are good at math. <laughs> Bella, how is the show going? How, are, how do you feel? Yeah, really good. We got in like a couple of days ago, and so we actually spent yesterday at the show. Um, yeah, super fun. I think the best thing about these shows is that you get to meet all your friends. Yeah, um, yeah, everybody's yeah. here. Absolutely. We're all connecting, having a great time. So, Bella, how would you describe your work? What would you say you do? Okay, so I describe myself as a fine art fantasy photographer um or sometimes fine art fashion photographer because it really i don't know they both they both work yeah um and yeah floral loving oh all the flowers, all the yeah, flowers. I would say you're the queen of I, all things floral. <laughs> yeah right? absolutely i think you might like flowers a lot i didn't realize how much i love flowers yeah. until when did you when did so that come about happen? Well, okay, so I realized this actually just very recently um, when I was going back through my older work. Um, I was giving a talk earlier this year and I went through some of the pictures I was doing before when I was doing my 365s because that's how I first started out with photography, right. essentially. And I realized even back then I was incorporating flowers and beautiful kind of scenes in my 365s, but I didn't. I wasn't doing it consciously. I was just doing it because I thought that looked cool. What are 365s? Oh, so that was a project that was super popular. Just photo a day? Photo yes, a day. it was yeah. really popular yeah. on Flickr. Like, oh, yeah. I think about seven years ago. Everybody right. was doing it. Are, are these photos of yourself or yeah. just other photos? Photos well, of yourself? No, it depended. So some people did a photo a day of whatever they wanted. Um, what I was drawn to was a photo of yourself a day. Um, every single day for a year. And I was drawn to it because... I wanted to improve at Photoshop more than photography, yeah. um, actually. So I thought, well, if I take a photo a day of myself, um, I was kind of killing two birds with one stone. One being, I was going to improve, hopefully, on my Photoshop skills. And the second being, I was going to become a little bit more confident in front of the camera. Um, I was never, ever somebody who was very confident in front of the camera. Um, and I thought this was like one way to get over that fear. So were these like selfies or like these camera like, on a tripod? Self-portraits. These self-portraits. Selfie, get yeah. it right. Yeah. Well, I just, <laughs> these are hey, fancy selfies. Rob, Rob, I'm just trying to be specific here. All right. That's, that's the job of the interviewer. <laughs> oh. To act a little dumb. You know, our audience oh, members need to come on, acting? Rob. We've, we've, you're, no, I'm definitely not. <laughs> we, I am this dumb in real life. Bella, pay no attention to I us. know, I know. I'm, I'm, just, I'm entertained. I'm very entertained. I'm gonna start. All right, Rob. It's on. <laughs> oh. It's on this episode. Oh, my God. I'm about to roast your ass. All right, oh. sorry. Back to Bella. Back, back right. to me. All right, so 
you're actually you did 365 shoots. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't. Did um, make it? I didn't because I actually got to uh, day 226 or some something like that. Yeah, yeah, because I actually started in the summer after my first year of university. Um, I was doing an architecture course, and that's why I wanted to get better at Photoshop because I was like, oh yeah, I'll be really like great at Photoshop. Come to school, like you know, year two and kill everybody with my skills right. um, but then I fell in love with photography along the way and then university happened and I was like I, I can't keep up a photo well, let's let's talk a little bit about your foray into photography so you're just you're experimenting taking pictures of yourself just to really get better at photoshop for yeah pretty much yeah and it takes over your life what click what clicks in your head saying this is it this is where I have to be I think it was when I bought my first DSLR because which was that that was a canon 450d so i think 450D. in 450d yeah right. in america i think you got like the rebel i can't rebel keep it straight eyes. canon makes a million cameras yeah, it was like super entry level yeah yeah it was like 500 bucks yeah, yeah. but to me that yeah, was like that was a big investment the best place to start i think yeah it was like a great investment at the time but i never ever let equipment hold me back even from the beginning because like when i was taking those portraits i was actually using my mom's point and shoot because um, I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter about the camera. It just matters about the Photoshop. Yeah. Um, but then I think when I thought, let me get a better camera, that's when the interest started to like, I realized that this was getting a bit serious. Here I was going to pay 500 pounds and yeah. get a camera. So some, something's going on here. When you were finally able to achieve the, the really good bokeh. That bokeh. And the 50 millimeter Boca. lens. That was it. It was that camera plus the 50 millimeter lens. And I was like, that's it, guys. I'm a photographer now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so w- when did you really start calling yourself a photographer? Recently? I, I would years say, ago? yeah, actually two years ago. Two years ago. Because that's when I went full time. All right. How yeah. was the process of you know, making that decision to go full time? And you, did you have a full time career that was I something did. else? What yes. was it? So I was actually, so I finished university and then I did my, I was doing. Yeah, I finished university, and then I went ahead and I did my master's in architecture as well. Oh, wow. Um, yep, and then the whole time I was taking photos on the side, so I went from taking pictures of myself to taking pictures of my friends, um, and just building it up like that, very organically, and like, you know, one day someone's like, oh, can you shoot my wedding? And I was like, okay, sure, and then, and you know. that's where the flowers, there was flowers, and you flowers were like, shit, there. I got photography and flowers, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing she didn't pick poison ivy in photography, yeah. you know. Actually, the number of stinging nettles that I've walked through yeah. is just insane. I can't even tell you. How about your models? How many, how many times have they been stuck yeah. by things and bitten by things in those bushes? That My girls are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how models do it. I mean, I treat them to like cakes afterwards, but honestly, I do not know. Right. You shove how... them in a bush that's all thorny. And bl- <laughs> it Sometimes they go home with a flower. I mean, like, thank you for your time. They'll get some nice pictures. Yeah. Like, don't worry, I got red velvet afterwards. Dude, I don't know how models do it. Like, seriously, it's hard work working for me, like modeling for me. So, what do you put them through? What's what's one of your shoots like when you're when you come up with a concept and you take a model and push her in, in these flowers? What ha- what's happening? Oh my goodness, I have a story for every single shoot. Good, like what's no yours lie, I just wish. I should share more of them. But, okay, so one of them is one of my favorite pictures. Yeah. It's my absolute favorite. Um, it was the first photo that I edited with Pratik. Um, right. And we were in, like, Texas on our first date. No, second date. And um, we edited together, and I love it. But nobody knows that in that photo, right next to the model, was a pile of dog poo. Oh, no way. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite pictures, but you don't see the dog food, but it's the there. You didn't clone it out? I did. I did clone yeah. it out. But, like, it was, yeah. it was there. All right. So let's... Let's back so up. There are stories. Talk to me, if you're comfortable, about the first date. 
Yeah. <laughs> how, how did it happen? How did this happen? We, we went from like, love story. Yeah, yeah, we literally yeah. just went from Bella, tell us yeah. about photography. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, tell us about Love is way more now. interesting than <laughs> photography. So let's let's go there, if you, if you don't mind. I definitely don't mind, right, because Patrick's already actually shared the story. Good. <laughs> he made a blog post about it, bless him. But um, I want to hear it from your perspective. <laughs> yeah, I should make my own blog post, because my perspective is slightly different. Yeah, right. You yeah. should totally do that. <laughs> All right, let's, completely his different. and her version. Yeah. So, like, worlds apart. Straight. You know what that is? That's life. That's a relationship that right is, there. That is. That's a relationship. His and her versions of the relationship. Yeah, what? we're not the same person. Um, but yeah, no, we met in 2013. Um, he was teaching a workshop. I don't think he was teaching many workshops. Oh, my God. Laura brought us together. Does anybody know this? It, no. Yes. GTFO. And Laura is sitting right behind Bella she, right she now. Yes, Laura. Thank you. <laughs> this, is, this is down to Laura. Awesome. Okay, how did this happen? Laura, what did you do? What happened here? <laughs> so I was following Laura on Facebook. And like, she like worked with... Like a stalker with, following? Or like oh, yeah. Healthy. Of course. Yeah, no, so stalker. stalker so stalker yeah. Bella I was like, this stalking. girl is gorgeous. She can shoot. <laughs> <laughs> but truth. Um, so I was following her on Facebook. And... She, I know that she worked a lot with Pratik because at the time, a lot of her edits were, you know, you were crediting him as your researcher. And when she shared a post saying that this guy is going to be in London teaching a workshop, I saw that post on my newsfeed. And I was like, right, I got to go to this workshop because at the time it was perfect timing because I wanted to become better at Photoshop. Um, and nobody teaches in England. N- nobody good. Yeah. <laughs> at the time anyway um, that I wanted to like invest money to go learn from and he came to England I went to the workshop I was the first one there in the class I was overexcited because I'm never ever early for anything <laughs> so I walked into the class like oh my god you know in Pratik's perspective was you know I walked in my hair was flowing music started in his head I'm really? sure oh boy this is, he this was... is how I like to imagine it yeah, yeah. so <laughs> the wind machine that was on yeah you, you know when you have like the halo behind you yeah. and like yeah. baba boom yeah, yeah I, I like to imagine that's what there. he saw Va-va-voom. when I walked in that class sure he did yeah um, but it was really cute because I saw him and I introduced myself and he was standing by the window and he was really quiet what was he wearing? He was wearing Robert. black, of course. All black, yeah. Fatigue. Yeah, so, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his style hasn't changed. It's just like Rain, Rain Neo for Matrix. He was, he was all in black. And I wanted to sit he's on the Morpheus. front row. He's yeah. Morpheus. No, Neo. Or Neo, yeah. Yeah, he's totally yeah. Neo. He's to- all right, sorry. Keep yeah. Going. I wanted to sit on the front row, but I was like, oh, no, no, that's going gonna, gonna to appear too keen. So I sat like, <laughs> so you don't want to appear too keen. Too keen. So I, I like know. sat on the second row on the side and good angle, good view. And um, I don't know. After the class, we all went for like um, pizza, which was awesome because pizza is both of our shared love foods. And I wanted to like sit next to him, but then somebody else, like a whole bunch of people, came between us. Oh, those um, rotten people! Sons of bitches! No, what were they thinking? They were blocking Could you. Could they not sense the vibe? Um, no. But but I did make sure that I was the last person to hug him. Ooh! Yeah. Did you grab his butt. I definitely did not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Missed opportunity. I know. Squandered. Absolutely. All right. So that was the. First that date? was that was our first, first meeting. meeting. Okay. All right. So then, how yeah. did the first date happen? Our first date was in New York. In New York. Yeah, it was a ten-day long date. Nice. Yeah, ten-day so. date. Ten-day date. Wow. I know. So we actually. So he he dropped me a message on Facebook um, after the workshop, and Pratik is like really smart because he like set it up like 
hey, you know, it's great to see you. And I thought, oh, this is a great guy. Look, he's, you know, reaching out to everybody who attended his workshop, following up. Um, he is a great guy. But <laughs> <laughs> you were the only one he reached out to, let's face it. I like to think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we kept in touch. And nine months later, we thought, oh, hey, let's meet. And we thought we'd go to New York for 10 days during the winter. Oh. I don't know why. Um, but it was very, very entertaining. We were both very cold. And I think we bonded because of the cold. <laughs> <laughs> and that was our first date. That's an impressive date. 10 days. Yeah. My, my wife and I, our first date, we, it was three meals. We started a brunch. Yeah. Um, that ended. We went next door to this restaurant, sat outside, had wine and lunch. And then that turned into dinner at the third restaurant across the street. I thought that was good and long, but 10 days? That's, that's impressive. That's yeah, we could either. We actually spoke about it before if we didn't like each other, but I felt like we yeah, connected what would you so do much. If, you, if, if, he, if you guys came and met and like day, day two, it's terrible. You're stuck together for a little while. How could you not like Pratik? Especially because we were sharing an the Airbnb. Most likable person. You were sharing an Airbnb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We guys not I wouldn't even ask. All right, so give me the dirt. <laughs> give me the dirt on Pratik. When it was first date, it was when, very innocent. When have you seen him yeah, yeah, yeah. angry? Because I've never seen him even scowl or Can frown. He be Can he be? Is, is he capable of it? Is he? Oh, he is like white, like ice when he's angry. Yes, What's he goes like, like cold. He goes like cold, cold and frozen, and, and you're like, oh shit. He doesn't say anything, really. Oh yeah, like I've seen him angry, and I like, I just have to be quiet. What anger? What angers Pratik? Actually, not much. It takes a lot because he's actually really perceptive yeah. and he, he's very logical. Yeah. So if something bothers him at an earlier stage, he'll just deal with it then rather than letting it get to an anger stage. Yeah. Um, but I've seen him angry like I think once or twice. Once. Um, but then he just takes time, deals with it, and then he moves on. Yeah. He never, he never, he's not the shouting kind. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I love yeah. him. I love him. Yeah. If, if you ever don't want him, I'll take him. All right. I got. I feel dibs. like you're not the only one in the line, man. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got a list. All right. So back to your photography, if that's if that's cool. That's, that's All right. Awesome. More than welcome. So, <laughs> how are you getting work now? Who are your clients? What? How is this? You know, propelling your career forward. So it's kind of interesting because two years ago, when I decided to go full time, I actually waited until. I was earning more for my photography than I was from my architecture job. And so when I went full time, I kind of had a good basis of income already. And then I just kind of built up from that. So my income doesn't really come from one source. And I think that's okay because a lot of photographers I speak to, um, you really do have to be versatile and you have to be a hustler. And so that kind of attitude is something that I just like aspire to every single day. So my income comes from everything from book covers to working with like personal shoots or direct people that I, that come across me from Instagram and social media. Um, a ton of my business actually does come from social media. Um, like what yeah. percentage do you think? I would say like a good 70%. Oh wow, that's a big percentage. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, always. They find my Instagram, they find my Facebook, um, and they just contact me, and that's and we just get the ball rolling from there. Yeah. So it's you know one-off people, and they do personal shoots with them and their families, and they want it in the, my kind of style. Um, I get designers contacting me from social media as well now, and I contact designers from social media myself, um, and I get them to pay me to shoot their stuff, and that's very exciting. Um, we now have a, another platform called Fine Art Actions, and we actually sell a color-turning presets on there. And that has been usually successful um, because there was a demand. 
I had so many people commenting on my social media um, asking me about my colors. Like, hey, how do you edit? How do you color turn this? What do you do? And even though I already have a couple of lessons up online, I think people just wanted to buy something. And so the moment I put something out there, it just took off. So we've been doing that. And actually, that is our goal for this year, to really cultivate that site. So... How long did it take you to develop your sense of color and your series of actions that really gave you your look? That I was actually doing it before. So when I edit images, especially if I'm doing editorials and especially if I'm working with a client and they, you give them like a series of pictures, there needs to be some sense of continuity within those photos and color turning is one way that I can achieve that. So I would make actions from my color sets and then just apply them onto my own photos to just get that sense of continuity. So I had those. And Pratik actually saw them one day and he's like, why don't you why don't you offer this to your followers? And so that's how that began. So I was already doing it. Right. Yeah. I guess I was really asking, how long did it take when you were developing your style? Yeah. How long did it take you to, to really understand color? Like, all right, oh, I've, I see. I've got this. I, this, is, this is now me. Because your, your, your toning definitely has a Bella look. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of began probably two years ago when I went full-time. Because when I went full-time, that was the year that I had been doing my In Bloom project for about six months. And in that project, the whole purpose of that project was to evolve and grow myself to a point where I was very secure in my style. That was the point of that project. So mm-hmm. I was shooting very regularly, every, nearly every evening after work. Um, so you were working a full-time job working, at an architectural firm. Yeah. And then you go out every night and over the weekends to shoot. Yeah, but actually at the time I was also doing weddings. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it would right. literally be in the evenings I would shoot or prepare for shoots. And in the weekends I was shooting weddings. And if I wasn't shooting a wedding that weekend, I was editing a wedding. So that's pretty much what was happening. It was, I wasn't getting much sleep, but at the same time, I was really passionate. Do you enjoy shooting weddings? I have a lot of respect for photographers who shoot weddings. Let's say that. (laughs) That's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. I have intense, immeasurable I'm smelling what you're stepping in. Yeah. I got you. It's a very difficult thing to do. I know. And I was doing it by myself. I didn't have an assistant or a second shooter. So I was just like lugging all my heavy stuff around and... Yeah. Trying not to go to the wrong venue, which is what I've done before. <laughs> I, you did? I once went to the RSVP address instead of the venue address. And thank God that I left the house early and that the venue was only 30 minutes away and not three hours away. Yeah, that would have been terrible. It would have, it would have been terrible. I would have missed the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a friend's wedding, but that would have been... Still. Yeah. End of the friendship. And good thing, <laughs> no, and good thing no one was there, right? <laughs> Nobody was there. Yeah. I, I, I remember having like a mini like panic attack in the car. I've never, ever, ever felt yeah. that. And that really made me like realize I'm, I'm not sure if I'm cut out for this. I once, I once crashed a car at a wedding. You crashed uh, a car at a wedding? How'd yeah, you my that? car. So I was driving and I didn't realize there was a giant rock in a ditch. <laughs> I think I think Wait, I was. Why just, were you driving well, yeah, in a ditch? Yeah, what? I was driving from the church to the reception venue, uh-huh. and I took a turn around a car because I thought the guy, um, I thought the guard next to the car was like signaling me to come around him. So I was like, okay. So I went around, and there was a ditch and a rock, and I like smashed my car into it. <laughs> And so that was... That's kind of funny. Sorry, was, I don't mean to laugh, but that's was, really kind of funny. It was funny. hilarious because everybody stopped and like, is that the photographer? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm like dying. And obviously I had to like leave the car because I had to go capture the bride right. getting out of her car. Right. So my car had to like be towed out 
um, and then oh bummer yeah very very entertaining for everybody else yeah, it's but funny. that again another thing like score against shooting weddings can we talk about the queen bee for a minute yeah what is the deal with her photography why doesn't she hire you you'd crush it okay so I should emailed her yeah Good. yeah did you hear back no, emailed her publicist, and I think I need to just bombard her publicist with right? emails. All right, so because yeah, the point. other stuff was terrible. Late, like, yeah, laid on mean, me, man. From I mean, someone I'm that not going to say anything. No, come on. No, I'll yeah, say it. it for someone that, Can we say it? Yeah. From someone that doesn't really appreciate fashion, let's say, mm. like like you or like Laura, like what the heck was that? It was I just like know. the worst. The, I don't know. I, yeah, right. I don't. I know. don't know. It was very like it was very interesting, and I was like, girl, just. Just let me let me shoot you, please. Yeah. Like, give me that, the honor. Yeah, Who's it, this guy? It kind of felt like the it. emperor's new clothes. It was like, is is everyone people like this? Is people like it because on? it's Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, she is Queen Bee for a reason. So it just goes to show, doesn't it? At the end of the day, right. It doesn't matter if the photographer if, or the photograph isn't very good, but if the subject is interesting, people are interested. So I went to an exhibition in Copenhagen. Yeah, in Copenhagen, and. I can't remember who the photographer was, but he was, he was definitely somebody his name I know, but I can't remember at this point. But the photographs were all the celebrities, and half of them were out of focus. They were blurry, but it was just like, oh, that's just like a blurry Brad Pitt. But he was in a gallery. His what? pictures were in this gallery, in this huge yeah. exhibition. And it made me realize that, that it's not sometimes about the photography as it is about the subject. Yeah. The so story, it's a very interesting yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah, but I, at the same time, I think people look at that and go, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, it's not." I mean, it, it got uh, there was a lot of talk about that. Yeah, I know, because the images weren't that good. <laughs> I mean, let's just face it. And she's done that twice now. She did like I think three or four three times. times yeah. yeah, with the same photographer. I'm not sure if it's the same guy, but it looks like the same guy because it seems yeah. to have the same aesthetic. Who shoots in dark sunlight? Well, do, you th- do you think that's what it is? Like, I'm going to make this the worst possible photo ever, and that's why it's going to be awesome because so many people are going to be pissed off at it? Do you think that's the approach? No. No. no I think I think he was think genuinely... everyone there was just like, this looks awesome. Yeah. Crushing it. At the end of the day, if she's happy with it, good on her. And good on that guy as well. Like, the photographer, I don't know his name, but if... Like, he got that job. Like, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to, like, sit here and bitch about him because at the end of the day, he's shooting him, he's shooting her, yeah. and not so me. But one you, day, she's my goal. Yeah. What, and what will you do with her? What's your vision? Do you have one of, of shooting her? Like, what are you going to do? Ah. Oh, well, she's done flowers now, hasn't she? Yeah, I know. Yeah. She hasn't done it right, but she's done flowers. Yeah, so she's done flowers. She hasn't done it right. So but she can do it with me. That? She can do my flowers. Yeah. Or I can take her like into the water and mix water and flowers. All right. So I feel like that would be amazing. What type of flowers would be in your queen bee shoot? Ooh. So she's like, I, I don't know. I just imagine lots of colors and like lots of vivid, like rich tones because it would just be awesome to make her like look royal. Like, you know, but that's my, that's my thing. Let's see. How would you do the house. wardrobe? Opulent. O- opulent. Yes. So opulent. Yeah. She would either be totally opulent and decked out like some empress or naked. Totally naked. Yeah. And you just see like everything stripped back. And maybe she's just like holding one, one sure. flower against her. And it's just very like stark. But All right, beautiful. So everyone, like very painterly. Everyone tweet right now. And they're tweeting at Queen Bee and include Bella. Oh, let's that'd get, be let's amazing. See, let's see how many people can that'd be cool. tweet that'd it be or amazing. Instagram it or Facebook it. I don't, I don't know what kids are doing these days. Snap it. Yeah. 
Snaps. They're using Vine. Re- no, know Vine's is. gone. It's a running joke. Oh, my God. It's a running joke. You would know, but Rob is a huge Snapchatter. He's always snapping. Oh, yeah, right. I can always totally texting. imagine it. He's always texting, yeah. and he's always snapping. The dark horse I can't get him to do really anything. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually secretly Insta-famous. Yeah, because... You know, men my age were really into all the all the social media platforms and texting. Yeah, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, yeah, it's the way we communicate with people. Yeah. All right, so let's go through your gear. What mm. do you What do you rely on the most? Are you a gear junkie? I am not, but I never have been, and I've always been a firm kind of believer that I never let your gear hold you back ever. So, like I said, I started out with a pointy shoot, and I've just kind of gone from there, and I just work well with what I have, and. I think that kind of attitude has managed to get me this far. So it makes me think, like, if I had great stuff, and that's it. So when I started working with FaZe, I did not take that for granted at yeah, all. Yeah, You know? They make okay cameras. They make, like, fairly yeah. decent cameras. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, all right. Okay, so to answer your question, um, my gear, my go-to gear in my kit is my Canon 5D Mark III, my 15mm f1.4 Canon, and my Sigma 35, which I love because it's super sharp. Um... I have just included the Profoto A1, yeah, the two A1s mm-hmm. with their diffusers. Um, they've just come out, and I'm loving them so far. I've used them most of the summer, and I think they're super cool. And it's very exciting because I usually shoot with natural light, so the A1s are giving me this you know, option to shoot with a more controlled lighting setting. And when I'm not shooting with my Canon and I'm shooting my fine art stuff for myself, that, you know, this work is the work that I envision printed big in galleries and hopefully in a book one day, um, that stuff is photographed on a phase. And that's the phase XF uh, 100MP. And who's your team around you? When, when you come up with these concepts, who's pulling wardrobe and helping you with the flowers and assisting? I, who, it's who Pratik. I've you? seen the behind the scenes. It's awesome. He is there a lot, yeah. Pratik is amazing at location. He is, like, great on location. He's yeah. my second pair of hands, my second pair of eyes, my everything, yeah. yeah. Um, pulling it together, it's yeah. usually just me. So I'm reaching out to designers. I'm reaching out to the model. Sometimes if I don't have a makeup artist, which is, I would honestly say, 80% of the time, I'm really? doing the makeup. You yeah. do the makeup, too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I do the makeup, or I get the model to do her makeup. Like, she'll do, like, a base, and then I'll come in with, like, some fun eyeshadow. Let's put some glitter here. Um, <laughs> essentially, anything that I've seen look cool on Pinterest, I just save it, and then I use it to, like, you know, get ideas from. Um, and then hair. I always do the hair. We get on location, and that's when Pratik, if he's around, he steps in and helps me with hauling stuff and holding the reflector. And, and holding your hat. Holding my hat. How do you feel that he wore the hat better than you? Dude, I feel like it's his hat now. It has to be. It is his hat. How many people photoshopped that? Do you know who took that photo? John, that was John, John Shell. Yeah. Yeah, iconic. Yeah. That picture should be like in galleries <laughs> everywhere because it is iconic. That face works on so many levels. Uh, it's like the oh, perfect angle, like the perfect lighting. What do you mean, how? Photoshop it in the indie movie poster. <laughs> he looks great as Indiana Jones. Oh, I know, it's, yeah. It's so funny how many different incarnations of that image have been now. I mean, it's just been... It's Does he have no. collected high-res versions of all those? Cause I think he should. We like, should sell calendars. We should. I was honestly thinking we should make a book. Oh, my oh God, my God, the Petite Calendar. The yeah. Petite Calendar. Would I mean, you could make, <gasps> we could make calendars all the way through 2048. That is a great idea. Yeah. And you just get them as a pack. That's it. That's a great idea. That's an amazing idea. I would buy da, that da, da, calendar. Da, da, da. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, you would buy. Yeah, I think somehow I think you'd get a copy. I, I think I would. Oh yeah, I'd probably design it. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be a million places online to print a calendar too. Yes, Luxley. I actually yeah. printed a calendar last year oh, um, right. with them. Yeah, they they work with Smugmug in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. So last year we did a Creators for Change calendar where we um, got images from photographers from around the world, and I raised money for direct relief through that. Yeah. But they print amazing calendars. Do you do your own printing? Yes. Um, through other people. <laughs> Bella, that's not doing your own printing. I do my own printing. <laughs> I just hire other like, people Yes, to yes, do I always say, like, send it off, don't I, sir? <laughs> I purchase my own printing, yeah. yeah. So what type of printing or prints or paper do you prefer, like... Oh, so I have three formats that I'm, like, obsessed with. Oh, yeah, right. Yes, I had two before, and I now have a third, um, as of yesterday. So the first one is obviously fine art paper. Mm-hmm. So I'm 50-50 between Hanemula and Kansen. I feel like they're both really good, great quality. And my prints on both of those papers are like my fave. And then I also love printing on acrylic. So like I do direct prints under acrylic um, or direct matte prints under acrylic. And that looks cool. so sick. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, and then yesterday I saw a print of mine by Blazing Editions. You can see it too if you're at the show. It is, uh, what is it? It's metal. Ooh. Yeah. yeah oh. Those are sexy. Yeah, print, it on is so, really so unique. beautiful. Cool. Yes. And he was, and the guy, what was his name? Alan? Um, the founder? Sure, let's call him Alan. His name is Alan. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Bob. <laughs> it's definitely not Bob. It's no. Luigi. Bless him, Bob. <laughs> yes, Luigi. Luigi. <laughs> I like Luigi. Let's, let's go, go with Lu- Luigi. Let's go with Luigi. Luigi. Luigi the Printer. No, <laughs> Alan, um, he was just like, yeah, you know, if you wanted to like clean this, you can use Windex. Like, salt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nutty thing to think about. Yeah. Cleaning a print with Windex. But, you know, it doesn't scratch anything. And I just, I don't know, when I saw it, like 40 by 60 print of one of my pieces, I was like, that's it. I need to start offering metal prints. Hmm. You mentioned earlier Smug Mug. You yeah. are a Smug Mugian? I am. Is that what it is? Smug well, Mugoin? Yes. That's Soon to be, hopefully, Smug Mug Ambassador. Yeah. Which yeah. is very exciting. Yeah. So your yeah. website is built on it Smug is. Mug. Yeah, I've been using them for like three years. So, so why is it important to have uh, or build your website on a good platform like SmugMug, which we absolutely love? Okay, so the reason I love SmugMug is not, obviously not just because of the people, because the people are amazing, um, especially because they're all photographers themselves, so they kind of know how to cater to other photographers. But what really sold me was the fact that you can upload all your high-res images on there, and essentially it's your second yeah. cloud. Yeah. So for somebody like me who travels all the time, being able to just go online and like download a high res to send over to somebody at a moment's notice, I've got all my images on the go. Yeah. So, and, I mean, can we talk about Alstar for a second? Isn't he amazing? He's like the most amazing person. He's like ever. a sweetheart. Yeah. I He's love a sweetheart him. With the greatest name ever. Alstar. Yes. Alistair Jolly. Alistair Jolly. Jolly by name. Jolly by nature. That's He's, right. That's no, his slogan. And that was nowhere near his accent. I don't know what accent that He's was. Scottish. Yeah. That's not a Scottish accent. No, I don't know what that was. <laughs> can you do a Scottish <laughs> accent? Like I cannot. Oh, can I do a Scottish accent? A no. Bit. It's a bit Scottish, a bit Irish. Yeah. <laughs> it is a little Scottish. I, I, it is a bit of a... I, I can't I, do I accents. Can you kind can, of do it. Yeah, maybe. You can do it. I've heard you do it. I can, can I? Yeah, do it. I can't do it. Oh. Oh. So you just that? nervous. You do it all the time. You like built yeah. that up I, for I, us, I and then you just. Yeah. I took a big Blah. deep breath in and then quit. Quitter. Do it. Quitter. Do that for critique. I He's can't gonna... do it. 
That was Scottish. That's all I got. I can't do it. <laughs> it was burpy. It was a little burpy. It was a little burpy. <laughs> you know, lo- last night was a long night. I feel like I have half of my brain working at the moment. I know. It's, it's cloudy today. Yeah. Like just we're cloudy today. I guess last memory I have is waffles at 4.30 a.m. with you. That's a good memory. Pork chops. Yeah. And, yeah, Kevin orders pork chops. $22 pork chops. $23 pork chops. Who orders that from a diet? Yeah. All right, so back to Bella. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I want to hear more about these pork chops. They were gross. There's two yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah, it was on applesauce. Covered was, in applesauce. Yeah. They look mm. gross. Yeah, okay. it, was, it was not. It was no bueno. So not where, worth 23 Where do your ideas come from? Where do you draw inspiration? How do you, how do you start to get your brain around these ideas? Oh, gosh. I honestly have... So many sources for my inspiration, and it's really difficult to pinpoint just one. So when I'm shooting, I'll say, "Okay, yeah, I'm drawn by the to the location," and then I'll design a shoot around the location. But then you have to think about so where's the inspiration for the whole picture coming from in that case, and that just comes to you. So I have so many interests. I love reading. I love like fairy tales. I love cinematic movies, which is where my color training comes from. Um, I love strong female characters who are like on a journey and, right. you know. Warrior princesses. Warrior princesses. Yeah. And that's why the crowns and the warrior wives are in. Um, and so, yeah, they just come from everywhere. And then I obviously love fashion. And so when I reach out to designers, I'm not just reaching out to any designer. I reach out to women who are creating stuff that I envision on these characters that I'm designing. So you making. spend a lot of time online researching designers and what, oh, they're, yeah. what they're making and saying, ah, that's, I can build something around that. That's right. That so I actually. It's, it's really weird, but I like to think of my, my images as like a story within a picture. So I'm not a writer, and although I desperately wish I was, and I maybe one day hope to be mm-hmm. a writer if I have, ever have time. Um, but I like to think of my story as, my, my image as a story. Right. I'm like, oh, so what, what kind of story is this picture going to tell? Like, so who is this out? character? What's she doing? Hmm? Do you write out a character definition for? for I don't, thing? but I have her in my head. Right. Yeah, I have her in my head. And yeah. I think that's why the, all the girls look really similar as well. They're all kind of like young and soft, or delicate features, because they're all yeah. kind of like almost symbolizing to me like the same person. But at the same time, each picture is has a little bit of me in them because usually at that point in my life, something's happening and that feeling trans like goes into that picture as well. So other than this overflowing love for the certain retoucher we know, what else is going on in your life that's in these images? What What parts of you are you putting in there? Oh, gosh. I would definitely say my strength. Okay. Yeah. So when I first Your started... strength in? My strength in myself. Weightlifting. Oh, yeah, because I'm so built. <laughs> yeah. Guys, yeah, don't mess with me. No, we won't. No. We wouldn't do that. Okay, so when I... I spent most of my 20s being so lost. I would honestly say probably most of my life, but definitely most of my 20s, because that's when you're supposed to get your shit figured out, and I was not. I disagree. The 20s are the most maniacal decade. That's, that's when people bounce around, they can't figure anything out, they're up, they're down. It's Okay, the tw- great, the that was are, me. Their 20s are crazy. I and hated they should them. Be. It's just, it's, by the time you're getting towards 30, that's like, oh, I'm starting to figure this out. I don't know. I'm meeting so many 20-year-olds now, and they have their shit together, and they're just like no, shooting amazing work no, and no, content. They just think they do, and they're, and they're uh. bullshitting, putting on a performance, <laughs> and soon they'll crash. Okay. Okay, <laughs> that makes me feel so much better. So that was me. I was really like lost and um, super, super, super everything, like just down. I was like 
I struggled with depression, self-image, my confidence, self-esteem. It was all, I just really? had, yeah, it's like the, my whole 20s. I just didn't believe myself. I was doing a course I had absolutely no passion in. I hated it. I was just sticking with it out of pure stubbornness. And I knew I was on the wrong path, but I couldn't find the strength within myself to leave that path to find the right path. Um, and what were your parents doing? Were they pushing you down that path because you? Yeah, because they were like, choice? yeah, they were like, just get a, just just get like a degree in something that can give you a job, you know? Just get through it. Just get through it. Um, and so, in my pictures, especially when I started this personal project, it was really for myself. And I remember the first picture was just a girl in a lace dress, on like overgrown grass with some flowers, and that was it. And since then, my girls now have like they wear armor, they wear crowns, they had the hair all done, a bit like Daenerys from Game of Thrones. If you look at her styling from like episode one, how soft and demure she looked, and now look at her. She's got all the braids. Right? She's and she's like fierce. Everything. Yeah, yeah. That's how my work has like represented my, my growth. So like that's what I'm pouring into fierce. it. How do you feel about the mother of dragons, Rob? Yeah. The mother of dragons? Yeah. Who's the mother of dragons? Well, who are we talking about? Daenerys Stormborn. I have not watched a single episode of Queen of the Andals. <gasps> no, so no wonder you didn't shake your head. Like, yeah. Gary was like, yes, girl, no, I, I get you. I, I give him a hard time about this all the time. The <laughs> last Everybody movie. Does. I've got children. I watch Piglet's I've Big got Adventure. I've got children. Do not I've watch this children. with your children. What? what? Do not watch. Do not <laughs> stop watching Game of Thrones <laughs> with your children. I could with my 19 year old. I can do that because I've been 19. I don't know. I, would I, do, little, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it either. There's incest. Yeah, there's all kinds of like sexy things happening that you do not want to watch with your 19 year old. Bill, can we talk about John? John Snow's ass for a second. OMG. Oh, yeah. So smooth. John Snow. Oh, my God. The other day, actually, <laughs> Rob goes, going? Rob said winter is coming. I was like, you started watching. He's like, what? I'm like, winter's coming. He's that like, is a surprisingly like, common phrase. Coming. Yes, see? Thank you. Gary's like, no, it only exists in Game of Thrones. No. I didn't no. say it only exists in Game I of Thrones. I keep wanting to write it on my like captions. Like, hey, guys, so winter is coming and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's Game of Thrones. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think I heard that before Game of Thrones. I have. Winter yeah. is coming. <laughs> no, no, nobody ever said it like that. Yeah. Hey, guys, winter is coming. Yeah. As a winter. So winter is coming, so Rob. Winter, it's coming. So winter is coming. It's going to be so cold. <laughs> the German is where we really thrive. Uh, yeah, you yeah. did it really well. We love. Yeah. I'm not even going to attempt like, it because I know I can't do that. It's like a super giddy, like, young German schoolboy that loves yeah. schnitzel. That's, that's like, my go-to no, character. I was just oh. trying it, but I can't do he's it. He's 12. Yeah. He's 12. He's excited about everything. How can you not love schnitzel? <laughs> exactly. That's my, that's my theory. Mine, too. <laughs> That's the only thing I believe in is schnitzel. Love and schnitzel. Yeah, there was, <laughs> so there was a pause the after that. So good. So, so good. So, so little and crispy. Oh, this is yeah, we've got gotten a rabbit hole. <laughs> Boom. I, yeah. I feel like anybody That's listening to this podcast no is like, what is going on? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's clearly what's going on. They're probably we've, like. We've done way too many of these. We've yeah. been up way too late at night. We've just. We're falling yeah. apart. I wonder if people can notice how all of our voices are just going by this point. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. We all have vocal fry. It's, we're a disaster. But they're going to love this. That's what they're yeah. going to like about this. Yeah. Like, we're real. We're real people, Gary. All right. So, what are you looking forward to? What's on your horizon for 2018? Ooh. Oh, so I'm teaching a workshop in Norway, and I've never. Is it Norway? Thanks for the invite. You're everyone's invited. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Um, yes, I think it's in Oslo. Well, so that's well, very exciting. Cool. When are you doing that? May. In May. Okay. Yes. So this the, will the come year's going to fill May. out though, because everything just like happens. So I always find that. 
I never really know ever what's happening in January, but for some reason, people like start emailing in February and suddenly it just gets booked. So next year is very exciting for many, many reasons. And what else? Rob knows. Workshops. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not saying anything. Secret fun things that happen next year. I can read it year. on your face, but I'm not gonna say. <laughs> oh, I think I'm. Gary's still, at the ah, loop. Yeah, Ooh, oh, Gary's yeah. at, no, no, I you still I, don't know, uh, Gary. I think, I think I got it. I think I got. I bet I could guess. <laughs> don't. But I won't. No, don't. No. <laughs> but I won't. I don't think I really could like appreciate it if I was just like, hey everybody, so I have all these things I have to tell, and just like he'll learn news over the over the. It's podcast. more fun to be surprised. I yeah. think so. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll leak it. On I got surprised for teeth last night. Mm. Like, oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> Did you give him you know, a wedgie too? Uh, uh, no, just a reach around. No oh. wedgie. Wow, Dude, that was Rob, worth it though. We got a great photo. There. We did. Yeah. How about those photos from last night? That really worked out. They're amazing. Yeah. Okay, so All things right. coming up next year. I've got the workshop in um, Norway, which I think is going to be freaking awesome because we're shooting it on location. And then I really want to do a retreat at some point because I did a retreat a couple of years ago and that was like a one month retreat and I did that in Bali I'm kind of hoping to make that happen again next year that would so be awesome let's see how that goes and yeah. I feel like one month you put it aside and yeah you focus on your craft or focus on whatever you want or just get like some downtime for yourself because that really helped me when I was struggling yeah yeah awesome where do you want people to go to check out your work so I have several platforms. Um, I have my website, of course, bellacotech.com. And I'm also very active on Instagram and my Facebook page. On the so, Grimms. Yeah. So I'm on both of those. And it should be called the Grimms, by the way. The Grimms? The Grimms? Mm-hmm. What, which are the Grimms? The Grimms? Grimms? No, that would be different. <laughs> that would be fucking different there, Rob Grimm. <laughs> there it is. There. I that's, just want to say thank you for coming there, on this podcast. The leprechaun. Bella. It took me a while to get into character and to remember how to do it. I feel like you still sound Irish. That, that's that's that what it was supposed Irish, to be. That was yeah. Oh, to okay. <laughs> I thought you were trying to try. I thought you were trying Scottish. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I no. can't do Scottish. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, I just I, I just sound like fat bastard. And it work out. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Can I do Irish? Maybe yeah, like a soft Irish. Yeah. Oh, Maybe Irish. not. I'm really shit at accents. <laughs> what the hell was that? That Keep was really rubbish. Shit. What that was the hell pretty was that? shit. It's <laughs> pretty shit. Hulk, Bella. Well, thank you. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. I love talking with you. Yeah, it was super fun. Thanks for putting awesome. up with us. Yeah. yeah, this was a really entertaining entertaining episode. It was yeah. loose. It was very loose. Yeah, we, we had like loads of tangents and we went all directions. This one was loose, for sure. This is, this is the fun one you listen to when you're like... Drunk. Drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we still are just a little a hair of the perhaps. Uh, yeah. perhaps. Cool. To download this episode and the entire season five, you can go to rggedupodcast.com and also subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google. And MySpace and Vine. We're not on MySpace and Vine, Rob. When are you going to... We should be. We should be. Yes, of course, <laughs> because, you know, those are legit places. Duh. Right. Yeah, everyone's on there. legit. Oh, my God. They could turn into, like, the speakeasy version of social media. Imagine... Like, nobody knows how cool they are, but they're really cool. Do you think you could do just an outro jingle? Like, the retro... Like, it's like retro social media. Do you, you know think you could give it? us an outro jingle? Like, think of one really quick? Like, RGGED podcast? Like, what do I say? Just like a jingle. Like, sing something. Like, we've been coming up with them on uh, almost every episode. Okay. Give me an example, and then I can... Here's go. an example. na 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 podcast. That's, oh, a, that's, that's a good one. Right? That's, that's a great one. That's amazing. I was like thinking, how do I top that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Dude. All right, here's another one. 
See, now you got it. Now you go with it. Yeah. See, he's got it. It's contagious. You got it. Everybody, everybody sing along. Let's get a chorus. Ready? Yes. That's ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous, Rob. Nobody wants to do it. Yeah, don't be ridiculous. a room full of people and they're all looking at us like. What do we have? Let's like do a public. Well, I was listening to like the Happy Days song earlier. How does it go? Monday, Tuesday, Happy right. Days. I don't know if I know that. Happy Days. Happy Days, the TV show. I don't know. Ooh. Right. No. How, what days are you on? What days are you on the thing? On the podcast? Yeah. We drop every hump day. It's Wednesday. Okay. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, it doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't work. Oh, no. Once a week on Wednesday, tune in for RGG. That was awesome. Yeah. I love it. Slow clap. Yeah. Bella. Oh, guys. Way to put it out yeah. there. Oh, I'm fabulous. just throwing it out there, guys. I know you're going to cut it. Way to put it out. No, no, no. Oh, no. Are no. you kidding? It's, we're going to use that as bumpers, front and back. Longest <laughs> ending ever. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. the most awesomest ending ever. Probably. <laughs> All right. Over and Jay, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Wow, what a great season. I really thought Gary was going to karate chop Rob in the throat on that one episode. Maybe next season. Ho! Season 5 of the RGG EDU podcast is brought to you by Sakonic Light Meters. For decades, Sakonic Light Meters have been an essential tool, helping photographers grow from simply taking pictures to creating photographs. Nothing compares to working with a light meter to help you understand and control light. Get serious. Get Sakonic.